1: another episode of supernatural the crossroads i am your host thomas cowley and joined with me today is michael flores hello hello ryan is once again absent and we will make sure to slap him when he finally shows up again i like how you say it like a teacher because yeah there is i'm disappointed with him yeah i'm gonna tell his parents there's disappointment in your (laughs) voice it's like well he's marked absent somebody didn't do their homework and he'll be put in time out exactly that's what he gets yeah well, uh, so, he will be
0: back we're hoping next week He is on the show So nobody yeah, he's
1: not, We didn't fire him or anything like that No
0: he's just he had to go out of town uh, For some I guess some personal business He had to uh, take care of But he will be back we're hoping next week um, But you know what Thomas Some people like him gone <laughs> Is that one of those people you no, 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 I'm just joking. Yeah. Actually, every bo- one of most I would say 99% of the listeners like the three of us together. It just it just works.
1: I it, think I that's mean, the show we've established is the three of us exactly. together.
0: Exactly. Uh but, you know, somebody did a few people asked what's going on and then a couple people said they did like the show. I'm not going to say names. They did like the show um with just you and I. And well, I was like, know. "Wow." I was like, "That's uh I I disagree. I I think Ryan helps us uh it's the serious edition. He breaks up the monotony a bit of us. Some people really love it, the nerdy, <laughs> geeking out on the lore, but sometimes we need a we need someone to break it up a bit and that's what Ryan does.
1: Yeah, the the Michael and Thomas episodes are the serious edition. Yeah. And then you'll have just like a a Michael and Ryan episode and that'll be the goofball edition. Yeah. So I think every
0: one of us is vital to the show and I think so. and the dynamic that we have set up. So
1: it's been what 3 years in the making. It's we yeah. can't fuck with things now. Yeah.
0: I told Ryan that he will never quit the show because I know he's getting busy with other things. Too bad. And and I said, guess what's going to guess what show you're going to be leaving, Ryan? He's all like, (laughs) he's all DC on CW. That's right. He said, you will never leave this show. And he agreed. He said, you're right, man. He's all this is this
1: is what I started it as. And this is what I'll end as. We sold his soul to a devil. He doesn't he doesn't know. (laughs) That's how that worked. So, guys, this episode, season 12, episode 11, regarding Dean. This one was a another Monster of the Week-esque episode. Uh, took a step back from the main plot. And this one also was more of a comedic episode. But I, I think it's a shame to say it's just a funny episode. There's, there's clearly a lot more going on in this one. Not just with Dean and, and the story as a whole, but other characters, namely Rowena, get a major presence in this episode that was a little unexpected. I yeah, think just a bit. Because we know that she had a, a part in it from the trailers and she was gonna help, but it, it kind of got a lot deeper than we thought with that. And they've done a good job with the character the guest appearances throughout the show yeah. this season. Nobody's just hanging out when they're in the episode. They're there for a reason. They've been few and far between. They're they're more well planned, I think. Not that they've done a bad job before. No. But these vi- feel very specific they only show up if they have distinct things to do i think everybody
0: can agree that after season seven between season seven and season eight some of the characters besides sam and dean kind of sometimes it would feel like they were just there and you weren't quite sure what to do with them except hey have hey i'm in the background guys hey i'm over here and they didn't really have a true story of their own uh they didn't even sometimes even assist sam and dean to like open up and propel their narrative. Um, but this season, I think is really strong that they're not feeling, even though we do have some, a few, I know the, the fandom has a few gripes here and there of this season, but I think one of the, one of the, the, I guess, kudos, the biggest kudos that we can give to the writers this year is they are neatly putting these guests And the spots like they matter. They're not just there to be there. They actually matter. And they're not afraid to not put them in if the story doesn't need it. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I love Crowley. I love Castiel. But if the story doesn't need it, I'm okay with them bringing them in when we need them, when the story dictates that they need to be there, because then it just feels so much better as well.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I feel like it's a reward when we get them. Like, okay, not only they here finally, but it also matters.
1: Right. And I think that's the biggest thing about Rowena so far is that she's this season, she's only been a couple times, but it's been more, she's had a direct involvement with the events going on. Yeah. Whether it's Lucifer or banishing him, or in this episode, it's kind of just a little peek behind the curtain that is her life and her past. Right. And the thing is, she's kind of been on the show for a little bit now. They they brought her back from the dead in once already. Nine? Ten. Season nine? Season ten? Yeah. So th- going on three years. The, the characters who have lasted this long Or who have been In as many episodes at this point Have one of two routes It seems that they go <laughs> down though And that's kind of the, the borderline negative Aspect Yeah, They either go on the fast track to being a guest Like from guest to starring Something like Bobby Or Crowley's a great example of right. that Or they go on the fast track Out the door Unfortunately <laughs> Somebody like Rufus for example Or Ellen and Joe You know somebody that we've gotten to know that we like Who then unfortunately meets an Untimely demise Rowena honestly could be the third Category because she Served her purpose through season 11's Mid-season premiere and then she Did die and then they Brought her back at the end and I know we've talked About that when it happened How we had some we love Rowena As a character but we had some gripes from a storytelling Aspect with that because I
0: think her, because her death meant something. It I meant felt.
1: something. It yeah. was a closing, somewhat of her and Crowley's story, or as close as we were probably going to get. Right now that she's here, though, she kind of has bucked that trend or dodged a bullet, and now is still in the show, but she's not quite guest star, you know, like Bobby and and Crowley, but she's close. Yeah, she's not getting that title credit yet. But she's not getting that title credit. But if she keeps going the route that she's
0: going. Just like you said, she's either going to end up dead or she's going to end up being a permanent fixture on the show. And you know what? Her being a permanent fixture like Crowley or Cass, I'm okay with that. As long as they do exactly like they did with this week's episode was a perfect place to push her into the story to where it matters. And give a little insight into her character, which I thought it was very just a little nugget of info. But I thought it was needed to give you that ongoing because she is an ongoing character. When you bring your characters in, I like them having a little bit more built on them when they do make an appearance. Well, that, I, that's yeah. that's the, our gripe that we always had on Felicia Day, except for the last, what, two episodes? The, before she The was, last
1: bits after the return from Oz.
0: Yeah, well, we felt like she was just there to be there, and there wasn't any true development of her
1: character, um, and Rowena is, is uh, definitely not in that category. No, so she might actually make, be making her own. She's a trendsetter. She Which is. makes sense. He is a trendsetter, yeah. So the question then is what do, what's coming up for Rowena? Now, in this episode, we'll, and we'll get into it during our discussion, we see a little bit more of her personal drives and motivations and kind of explains why she's doing what she's doing throughout this season yeah. compared to seasons 10 and 11. So we get a little bit of insight into that, but what, does, what do we do with this character now? You know I think there's still more to be Had from her from the, the Past you know and we've seen And I don't want to jump too far ahead No, But we've seen her People always treat her a certain way and I, I Think there's got to be more to that that we Could maybe go into maybe a flashback Episode right on her history Yeah why not yeah you know but then I also wonder can we Have what is that then five Title credit characters or Are they gonna you know you know what, as Ba-ba-ba-ba. long as they're
0: always used, again, to build on the Winchesters, the show needs to revolve around them. So as long as they bring on these characters, I think the show can fit nine more characters. Honestly, as long as the show is about Sam and Dean and each character is there like a, like a moving piece of a watch to help the main watch work. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I can see that. Again, you do run the risk of having too much. I'm kind of exaggerating with the nine characters, but I think the show, I mean, I think the show's in fine territory. We have Mary Winchester. We have Crowley. We have Castiel. We have Rowena. I think and maybe
1: Lucifer, maybe. Well, I mean, look back to like season four, you know, you had Sam, Dean, Bobby, Ruby. Introduction of Castiel And Uriel. we still had
0: Ellen and Joe right or Ellen that, and are Joe they
1: were not in that season but they were still Alive yeah. at that time Um Uriel we've got Uh what's his Alistair, yeah, The torturer guy yeah. Like we had so many Different characters come in through that season And a ton of season 4 had a ton of shit That That's where everything changed the game Changed but I, I think we're in an Okay territory right now just worry Slash wonder if they're gonna get a little Stab happy and kill somebody off I'm thinking that's gonna
0: happen And I know people always start You know, the first thing we get When we release the show on demand The first messages I can always count on getting is Like, why do you always have to talk about people dying? I'm like, because it's gonna We all know it's gonna happen Because it has
1: to happen Okay, guys, full disclosure <laughs> Sad story is This show, because it's been on so long We forget that the original run Seasons one through five Dean's the only one that really makes it out I mean, Bobby survives, yes, but he loses a kid, essentially. Yeah. Castiel goes back to heaven, completely changed, you know, and Michael's now in hell. So who knows where things are going to run from there. Almost everybody dies that they've come into contact with or throughout their adventures. It's a tragedy in many ways. It's,
0: it's the motif of supernatural. People are going to die. And, but, and that's why I think we need to do something special because we do this every, what, every year.
1: I think so yeah
0: and we need we're gonna let ryan get here first and this time i want to get um also input from the listeners i'm going to give it two weeks okay okay um i don't want to do an official death pool for for (laughs) season 12 okay okay and i want to set some rules you and i can get together set some guidelines and rules get some listeners involved as well we'll post it on facebook and um Maybe even throw some money in there, and uh, so that the the listeners can have a chance to win some money as well. And we'll do a death pool because someone's gonna die this year. I think they have to. Someone's gonna die. But
1: I've been saying that since season ten. Yeah, and and you know what? And it can't be like guest spot five, okay? Yeah, (laughs) angel number three. Yeah, or Castiel's
0: vessel from the past. Right. You know, it can't be stuff like that. I think we need to do a death pool. What we'll do is we'll do a big deal about it. We'll maybe do a video version of the show and it'll be available to everybody. And uh and we'll just do take maybe like a telethon type thing, we'll take phone calls live on the air, we'll promote it, get it all ready to go, and we'll just do a death pool. And if it's only fifteen <laughs> minutes long as we're gathering information from listeners, then so be it. Yeah. It'd be fun. I, I think that'd be really fun, man. And a little and a chance to get a little bit more uh content out there to all the the
1: supernatural freaks, <laughs> you know, ourselves included. Well, I mean I don't want people to die sadly. No, but but have think, fun. Well, uh, we gonna, might as well have fun with it or make gonna, some money.
0: Yeah, they're going yeah. That's how America works, right? <laughs> let's make money on death.
1: Yeah, why not? Uh, so, guys, moving on to a little bit of other news. This was actually from a fan. I'm gonna murder this name unless you know how to say it. You already,
0: you already did murder it last week. I know. You, you I don't want to do it a, again. You called
1: her D. Demorat.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I talk I phonetically. I don't fairly. think that's how you pronounce her last name. I think it's Demorat. <laughs>
1: Demarat uh, we apologize I know she's in the Chat right now I'm so sorry I cannot Do names you have to type it out Phonetically for me all the time
0: hey if you want to call Into the show just to like uh
1: yell at us Yell at us that's fine uh, yeah yell at him Specifically you're more than welcome to (laughs) (laughs) Uh she has let us know That according to uh Mark I think It's Mark Shepard At the Vegas con we will be getting more Lucifer this season
0: yeah she retweeted I guess someone that was at Vegas con and they were doing the little the the live tweets during the discussions and that's apparently something Mark Shepard said which I think Mark
1: Shepard says to watch the show for the next few episodes for Lucifer versus Crowley in upcoming episodes hashtag SPN Vegas and Vegas con
0: yeah and I don't think that's something that we were definitive on. Like we weren't sure, honestly, if he was going to come back, if it's going to be more about the Nephilim now. But apparently, he's not done for season I'm, twelve. Now, I'm happy that, with that. Oh, that's what I was about to ask you. Like, are you happy about it, or do you have any qualms? Yeah, are you a little
1: fearful for certain so, things? So it depends. Okay, but let's t- tell me your pros and cons of Lucifer returning. Let me just tell you. Okay, I want to tell you a story. Right. <laughs> <Okay>. So. <laughs> Story time the pros of him returning One it means the egg McMuffin McGuffin thing is not that Powerful as we thought it was Now if it sent him straight back to the Cage that's some hot bullshit Right there in my opinion I first of I don't think it did I think he's trapped in the Egg right see no he Went down the vent so I don't know if he's Like in the sewer system like a fucking Ninja turtle that was or, kind of vague <laughs> wasn't It, it If was, he's it in hell or if he's Just chilling or maybe he's got a new vessel I don't know that's one of my biggest gripes that with was that egg, egg thing. I I do not like the egg. Yeah. But if he's around, it means the egg's not as powerful as they were saying, and I like that because I didn't like the idea that they in season 5 they're searching throughout everything to try and find an answer and then in season 12 they just have this device, you know. Right. Now, if he's in the cage, I'm going to be upset about that, but I'm still okay with it because it didn't kill him or anything like that. Right. I want Mark Pellegrino to play him in the cage again Just like season 11 I don't know man Well who, who Here's the thing Who I feel do you like have... that's returning
0: like to the well Too many times Like hey guys Guess what It's Mark Pellegrino again Because he's in the cage He's in the cage So it works
1: But here's the question then If it's you silly. don't do that If you don't have him Be the visual representation Because he has been From season 5 through now do you have Rick Springfield Prize you know, the role? Do you have the president? Who knows? It? I mean, Or random uh, schmuck that he burnt it, through in 33 they seconds? They kind
0: of needed to explain it. Like, it would have been nice for Mark Pellegrino or for the writers, uh, Carver, last season to almost explain, hey, Sammy, since you're comfortable with the way I look like this, this is how, you know, something along something those lines. Something
1: like, just like he likes this one, it, you, you
0: know? Y- something, yes, I agree. It's got a
1: huge package, so I keep using this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see that would work.
1: That would work with uh with the personality right? that he established. And I think I want Mark Pellegrino. A, we know we know that they said he was returning, so this might be that. But also, he's the one who best portrays the personality. And I think if for me to really believe that that's Lucifer, I need to see the vessel of Lucifer.
0: Well, Mark Pellegrino did say he was coming back. So, so. I was hoping it wasn't so soon or this year. Honestly, man, it wasn't as soon. I, 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 like more at the end of this season, I would have been okay with. I think that they found a nice little neat way to put them away for the time being. And I think they probably should have just left it at that. That's my
1: own initial. I understand that. I have to sit and think a little bit more about it, but. Well, because if you keep bringing it back, but he can't just break out and be the main threat, then he doesn't feel as threatening as he once did. The whole point of season four and five was that it was this huge effort to break him out of the cage. Once he did, you couldn't just put him back without talking to Death Incarnate and being like, hey, I'll buy you a pizza if I can borrow your ring for five minutes. (laughs) Right. There was there was stakes and it was harder to do. And by this point and even season 11 You know, the darkness was unleashed, which cracked the cage, which allows Castiel to make this stupid decision. And that's how he gets out. Fair enough. I buy that.
0: And that's why I don't think he's in the cage. I think that it it kind of put him in timeout somehow. And they because they never again, they didn't
1: really say anything. And I want them to explain what exactly happened. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I don't exactly want more Lucifer v. Crowley, frankly, though. I love Lucifer and I love Crowley. But ever since he used that. Was it like the the staff? I can never remember the name. Uh, The Uh, rod of Aaron. Oh, rod of Aaron. Yeah. In season eleven, ever since he had god powers for a half second and killed a regular demon instead, right? That fight between them kind of was over for me. Yeah.
0: You well, know, also, I mean, I love Crowley and his wit is awesome, but at he's a s- planner. He's not going to go toe to toe with Lucifer. He, and, and I don't want him to because it diminishes Lucifer. Because exactly. Crowley's cool and all, but you got to remember, he's a demon and I don't care how hardcore he has become unless he's powered up using like God materials again, like the hand of God right. or something else. I don't want to see him even be a challenge to to Lucifer. And, and Lucifer's
1: the only angel that even has his wings still next to Michael. Right. So
0: now I'm okay with the bringing Lucifer back subtly if they plan on ending the show. But as the next topic, if you want to segue over to that, I mean, I, I don't think it's the right time.
1: No, I, I agree with that because they just recently talked about how the longevity of Supernatural as a whole, we know it's been renewed for season 13 at this point. And this was something Andrew Dabb talked with darkhorizons.com. And I know I saw this somewhere else. Yeah. As well, I think
0: originally, I think there was also a version of this interview on EW as well
1: Yeah, I think that was it uh, So they were talking to the showrunner Andrew Dabb He spoke with Cinema Blend recently about how long the show can go realistically at this point He says, people come back for the characters You could ask your average Supernatural fan to explain the mythology of a season And they're going to explain it in terms of the characters they respond to Sam, Dean, Cass, Crowley Whoever they're into, whatever combination, I think that's the important thing. Yeah. So long as we keep these characters... Whoever they're shipping. Right. Right. Yeah. As long as we keep these characters vibrant and developing and move towards more serialized storytelling that TV in general has done, that we, uh, has done and that we have done allows that, I think we can keep going for a while. I think what's going to stop us ultimately is what point, is at what point do Jared and Jensen decide they've played the roles for too long? Or at what point do we get a point where we feel like we're repeating ourselves, or we feel like we can't take some of the bigger swings, whether they work or not, that we've taken in the past. Now, this is stuff we've talked about and has been said at cons numerous times. Essentially, they're going to keep doing it as long as they like doing it. As long as it feels right, as long as the characters are right, as long as the actors aren't bored with it they're going to the, keep going
0: but i also feel yes this is a, re- a repeat kind of what they've been what everyone's been saying for a very long time but all at the same time if they were on season 12 and this Let's is kind of an area this is kind of a, a big deal they've gone for a long time and and if you were thinking of ending it this would be where you're thinking of ending it around this time period right season 13 coming up but the fact Unlocking that lucky number right but the fact that dab has said there is no end date then chances are they're going to go past season 13 like he wouldn't be. Yeah. They've already renewed season thirteen. We already know that. And, I see them. And, and he also says that they want to get to season. Uh, they would. It would be nice to get to episode three hundred at least. So that takes us into season fourteen and a half, someplace.
1: I honestly see it going to fifteen, and then that kind of being the the bow tie. Yeah. I feel. I feel like after three hundred, I don't know if they're gonna. I mean, they've already introduced God. Like, there's not much more. Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot more that they could do. But I don't know how much there is that they can do As a, And this is going to sound Blasphemous as fuck but hear me out for just a second I don't know how much more they can do With Sam, Dean Castiel, Lucifer God, these characters The universe is rich There's multiple dimensions we know of There's all kinds of different stories That could be told within this universe Hence the spin-off attempt But I don't know how much more Sam and Dean Can be involved now that we're at the point we're at, adding another three years to it. You know, it's a very negative view, but, eh, I mean, I've always been an advocate for, let's land the plane rather than drive it into the ground. I agree, but I I also think that the show... It defies normal. Crit- I, it's hard
0: like, to say, man, because yeah. every time I feel like the show should wrap, they they reel you back in. And you're like, oh, this is great. This is good. And you're like, okay, the possibilities have opened up again. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a really hard thing to answer, man. And I'm sure that if the fans feel this way, I'm sure Jared and Jensen feel the same way. Like, well, let's wrap it up, you know, around this season. And then they're like, wow, these stories are good. And they have the whole and, and Dab or Carver or whoever else hands them the roadmap for the season they're like oh this is cool like we can do this like so even if they were thinking hey let's end this i can see them easily changing their mind once they see the idea for the following
1: season especially because they love these characters and they love these roles here's here's the thing i think we need to not just like as fans but people who interview anybody on the show i think the question we need to ask is no longer how long can the show run how many more seasons can you guys do? Don't ask that. We know the answer is either as long as we can, or until we don't want to anymore. Th- right. Those are the two answers. What we need to ask is where is the story going? Where you can, go? What story can you tell us? As long as the story is good, we don't care how many seasons it is. Yep, that's exactly if right. If you had, I mean, I I know people would be upset, but if you had one season left, like it was going to end at thirteen, but every single episode was an A. An A+. Plus, every episode was like, don't call me Shirley. That would be huge. But if it was three seasons or 15 more seasons, as long as the story is good, and that's the thing we need to focus on as fans and as interviewers and people who want to see more of this. Yeah, I agree. Where is 100%, the story
0: going? 100% agree with you. And, and it seems like nobody asked that. And, and because... That, yeah that could come off as being a little bit of a dick like if you if you don't word it the right way and say hey where's the story going it could dad right. might be taken <laughs> back like what the fuck dude you don't like, like you don't like the story okay. are, you, are you really i come onto your show or i do this this email right. interview with you and that's the question you give me it could come off as as a dick question but if you were like wait, how you just worded it that makes perfect sense. Or you say, "Where? How many?" Because to quite honest, I, be, yeah. I agree with you. I'm tired of the hey, "How long's the season gonna go?" and oh, it's the same epic answer. To, you yeah, know, like just... a, you're right, man. I don't fucking That's care That's what anymore. they need to ask.
1: That's exactly what they need to ask. Do you have a plan for your c- current story arc beyond season thirteen? What your 13? intentions towards my daughter? Exactly. <laughs> that, <laughs> let's cut
0: the, the chase. That's how we feel about it. First right? base or third base. I'm watching cuz I may allow you to go to first base with my daughter. That's it. <laughs> but it needs to come with a dowry. You that give me, I need tonight. You give me <laughs> you give me a dow You give me basically some, I need 50 bucks. Oh, did you sell your daughter for
1: 50 <laughs> bucks? You're a son of a <laughs> See, bitch. See that so you know I'm not a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say at least a chest full of like cash. A chest? I
0: mean, look, they did it Wait, back so in the old you, days.
1: You went with a chest full of modern day currency rather and, than like a chest full of gold. What, pirate gold? I don't know, but I, if you're going to have a fucking chest, Thomas, why do you have dollars in it? I in modern it? times, okay? <laughs> <With> a <laughs> chest?
0: <laughs> and a dowry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. Oh my God. You're the one who took it there. I just, took it, I just the, took it farther. That's how we need to ask interview questions, though. I don't care how many more seasons. I want to know, as long as it's still good, what are your plans have you worked it out? You know, how many more arcs do you have? <laughs> now you sound mad. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to... That's that's the questions I want No,
0: but you know what? I, I agree with a lot of things you say on the show, but that was one of the most, like, easiest, smartest things you've said in terms of the longevity of the show. It's an easy it's, question. It's so effing simple, and yet it makes so much sense to ask that question. But again, that is the area that you don't... When you're an interviewer and you're just gracious enough to get that interview... You have to be very delicate with how you ask Certain things I mean even when I'm Preparing for these interviews that we do I erase certain questions that may come Off as very like maybe pretentious Or maybe insulting if it's Trying to be funny I'll delete it I'm like You know what that kind of sounds like a like like an Asshole kind of
1: I get that but I Also at the same time don't ask questions that Other interviews have already asked and also Don't ask don't tell right right Uh, Bill Clinton unless you're proud of it yeah Then just tell yeah whether people asked or Not so a little bit of supernatural semi-related news Misha Collins will be guest starring in Eric Kripke's Timeless I think that's this week Or is it tonight? It's tonight is So it tonight? we're going to
0: try to wrap this show up So oh, everybody How can How long do we have? I, at least in the Mountain Standard region We have an hour and a half until okay. the show We're going to try to be supportive and not broadcast live while <laughs> Going over Yeah, while Timeless is uh, is on right now Because you need to watch that show and if you, Have you picked up and watched more of it yet, I Thomas? have not, no Dude, it is so Kripke, man, like, and I'm so happy it is because even though I like Sean Ryan, the guy that, that, that he's doing it with right. from The Shield, I wanted a Kripke feel show. If you're going to and a lot of TV people nowadays don't really have that, even they go from one show to the next and they stick within their genre and they don't really show their personality as much like filmmakers do. Filmmakers you go see like a Scorsese film You see a Tarantino film you see a Kevin Smith Film you see a Woody Allen film and you're like Hey you know what I can tell What I'm watching right now Yeah, TV shows aren't like that with showrunners Yes quality goes a long way I'm like oh this is the quality of you know Brian Fuller but he doesn't have that signature The signature Kripke has a signature and his Signature is all over timeless It is fun as hell man so I suggest seeing it. And I love that. I, dude, I, I got so yeah. freaking giddy when he announced that Misha Collins would be <laughs> guesting as Elliot Ness is who he's playing.
1: Right. Which he used that or not. I don't know if that was in his seasons, but they had Elliot Ness yeah. in a previous Supernatural episode.
0: from X-Files played him. Yep. Yeah, so exciting.
1: And then we also have a bit of Jeremy Carver news with Frequency that has moved to Netflix The first season has, and apparently season two completely hinges on how well it will perform on Netflix.
0: Yeah, it's one of the few shows that did not get re-upped for next season, which I think is completely silly when they have 50,000 DC shows on on, uh, the CW and they have a new one coming next year, Um, but they can't renew a fabulous show like Frequency because it's 200,000 viewers under what the DC shows are doing, but also you're inconsistent with the dates that you air it. Y- if you want something to do good, that's not fair. Be consistent. The numbers were rising and then they go to break for Thanksgiving. They come back a week and then they're off for winter. Then they air out of nowhere. They're released on the first week of January when nobody is no watching one TV stars
1: and Sherlock are the yeah. only shows I know. And they
0: pretty much like they pretty much just gave up on the show without really giving it a shot. Yeah, that's not fair. Not at all. And it's really, really good. Really good. Um, and uh, and and Jeremy Carver said in an interview the day before it came out on, on Netflix, saying, "Listen, you guys want season two? This is where the new deal that the CW has with Netflix comes into play because before CW had the contract with Hulu, now they don't. They have a contract with Netflix." And they're no longer getting them three or four months later after they air. Now they're getting, as soon as a CW show is over, they get it within a week. Okay. And that's there. Yes, some people may say, oh, that might take away from DVD sales. But when you're on a show, when you're on a show like Frequency, where you're on that cusp of Renewal, What do you want? A renewal or a strong DVD sales? I'm going to go for for a a,
1: renewal. I'm going to go for a renewal. Because if you have enough renewals, you'll have strong DVD sales.
0: Exactly. So that's what he was pushing. He's all, you have to watch it on Netflix. Tell everybody to watch it on Netflix. So I've been trying to do my part as SB and family and on this show to like promote jeremy carver because he did a great job he closed it's the least we can do i mean he gave us a fabulous close out to his chapter one of the best seasons and years so yeah. the least we can do is uh show the Just love a little back. thank you right? yeah
1: there you go uh last little bit guys again convention news we are going to be at the phoenix convention in june which i don't know if they have dates for that yet but i mean it's down the road uh, june
0: 9th uh, 7th through the 9th i believe
1: Okay, and then we will also be going to Seattle, which is April 7th through the 9th as well. Uh,
0: not 100%, 100%
1: confirmed 90, on Seattle. 90%? It's all about air flight. 70%.
0: I have My sister lives out there, so we could probably crash there.
1: It's a crapshoot is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But those That's are the ones that were planned. Again, if, if you guys have missed that information before, once we have confirms on Seattle, we will let you guys know. Which I'm looking
0: forward to. A lot I know creation entertainment has Left you know bad taste in our mouth in the past But I'm yeah. o- I'm over it now it's been a Year and a half and I'm ready man Because w- remember how much fun They're We fun, had at those dude. supernatural yeah. conventions we're Just meeting forget creation entertainment It's about the people Meeting the people Holy and the shit. panels what fun a great
1: time Yeah because of the information You got and just being able to connect with those People the creation makes it a bit Of a pain but I'm sure we'll have stories From that too and that'll be fun yeah. right Yep <laughs>
0: I'm sure they will be. No. I'm sure Ryan will uh stalk somebody.
1: Oh Jesus. We, that's what he does. We need to put a tracker on him. I
0: mean, it was Kate from season 8 and the last one he we went
1: to. Yeah, or his his planned yeah. Jared interception. Oh,
0: that's embarrassing.
1: Dude, I know. I know. So embarrassing, man. Anyway. God, it's so embarrassing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if people knew what he does, the time dude. the time his accidental
1: bump ins to actors. Wow, what a coincidence. Who'd know you'd be here? Now that I've got you for a minute. Yeah.
0: He's like a I fucking shady I mean, salesman. When he got the picture with Mark Pellegrino, dude, Mark Pellegrino
1: looked pissed off. He's like, I'm trying to get my fucking coffee. And then there's this guy. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry, but he looked, he looked upset. <laughs> he did. He looked
0: Even in the photo, he looked mad.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't even post it. I'd be like,
0: dude, he looks like he wants to shit. Did like, you get a photo with him?
1: No. He looks no, like he wants to shit in your mouth, Ryan. That's not a good thing. <laughs>
0: well, you might be into that.
1: Oh, okay. No. Without well, it's called what? bricking, and some people like it. What? I'm just saying. What? I don't know. I mentioned the name Ryan. I can't contain myself. Alright, I think with that we need to take a break and then we're going to get into the discussion about episode 11 regarding Dean in just a minute
2: Dream on Little Broomstick Cowboy Of rocket ships and Mars Of sunny days and Willie Mays And chocolate candy bars Dream on Little Broomstick Cowboy Dream while you can Of big green frogs and puppy dogs And castles in the sand For all too soon you'll awaken Your toys will all be gone Your broomstick horse will ride away To find another home And you'll have grown into a man With cowboys of your own And then you'll have to go to war To try and save your home And then you'll have to learn to hate You'll have to learn to kill It's always been that way, my son I guess it always will No broomstick gun they'll hand you No longer you'll pretend You'll call some man your enemy You used to call him friend And when the rockets thunder You'll hear your brothers cry With all you wonder just why they had to die so dream oh little broomstick cowboy dream while you can for soon you'll be a dreadful thing my son you'll be a man Assbutt.
1: Do you love Supernatural, the Crossroads? Tell the rest
0: of the world by representing the show on your bod. Don't object to find me. With the Crossroads Tees, the first run of shirts are available to own. The shirts are anvil unisex and made up of high-quality, 100% ring-spun cotton. What are you waiting for? Become a Crossroads minion and represent the show proudly. Head to RainManDigitalMedia.com. Click on the store tab and get your Crossroads shirt today. The Rain Man Show. The
2: Rain Man Show.
1: She was left dangling with her feet off the ground. <laughs> How short was she?
0: <laughs> Why was she digging in a, in a clothing drop box? Was she, was she trying to steal clothes? <laughs> and <Probably>. she died. <laughs> <laughs> she was stealing from the goodwill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Oh,
1: okay. Ju- Judith Permar, age 56, of Mount Carmel, was standing on a step stool on Sunday when it collapsed, breaking her arms and wrists, and trapping her in the donation nice. box. It's like the most low-budget Saw film ever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Saw 16.
1: <laughs> Sunday. Your whole life. was right. You've been afraid to pay for clothes. You've
0: been afraid to pay for clothes. <laughs> And now, inside this clothing box, is your only way out, and the only way to survive. (laughs) If you want to live, you will get out. Good luck, because in 35 minutes, the door will close forever, and you will die of hypothermia. (laughs) Now it's time to prove your worth as a human being. Is it important for you to survive? More important for you to have free clothing that you never paid for, you cheap bitch. Your whole life you were stupid.
2: For more Rainman, visit Rainmanshow.com. Let's the live lead. We're here.
1: <laughs> Alright. Guys, the Patreon page is now live. For the past three years, we've been doing the Crossroads podcast each week. Our focus and goal was to deliver a true fan experience type show where fans of Supernatural can debate, discuss, and celebrate their favorite show. And now we need your help to keep the show and the network going for as little as a dollar a month. You guys can help us continue to grow, do more episodes of Supernatural The Crossroads, behind the scenes, additional shows, video videocasts, as well as we've merged the premium Rain Man service with Patreon. So those of you who are into our other shows, such as DC on CW, Rain Man, will get more stuff as well. The Supernatural Crossroads videocast and additional podcasts are available through the Patreon at different yeah. tiers and as you know well. What? And
0: that's the real thing that's for, the, real for thing. the people listening right now is the Supernatural video cast. Yeah, more of us. Yeah, good times. It's fun. I think it's fun. Well, we just got done before this show today. We recorded the... um, An episode all about the cult. Yeah, that episode we were talking about. All about the cult, the mythology surrounding it. So that will be coming out later this week.
1: Also, guys, we have goals. If you help us reach certain goals, we will introduce new shows, including a show like this dedicated to Eric Kripke's timeless... So for those of you who are interested or would like to help us out in any way, head over to patreon.com slash Rainman Digital. Every dollar helps and we love you all. Entertainment Earth, Thomas.
0: What is that? I uh, bring Hollywood home. Entertainment Earth is a place to get all your geekdom wants From action figures, bobbleheads, to pipe pop vinyls I have too many of those And more Entertainment Earth is your one stop for your fandom needs Since 1996, they've shipped millions of toys and collectibles To thrilled clients around the world And now you too can jump on board the bandwagon Um,
1: Dude, I seriously have way too many pop vinyls I have a lot too but They fucking fill up the shelf I have like all the Supernatural ones except like the metallic Variants. You can I've,
0: never have too many, Thomas.
1: I've got Red Eye, uh, Crowley. I've got the FBI ones. I've got Bobby. i got <laughs> Angel Wings and Leviathan cast. Yeah, I,
0: I have three. That's all I can take for now. I want more, but I just have nowhere to put them.
1: There are a lot of them are in my closet still. <laughs> in yeah. the boxes. But so, you can never have enough.
0: Entertainment Earth, guys. Uh, you're going to see a lot of links on our website. They're affiliate they have affiliated with us, I should say And Yay. they're now our official affiliate uh, And you can help us out, help the show out By just clicking on the links And when you do want to buy some pop vinyls If or you're going to buy
1: some I mean,
0: Or I some other elements of geekdom Go through our links first Once, you're, once you go through that link Buy until your heart's content uh, That helps us or out Or your
1: wallet's broke Yeah, either way Because that's usually what stops me
0: Entertainment Earth uh, <laughs> Head over to RaymanDigitalMedia.com And click on those links Previously on Supernatural The Crossroads Yeah I mean the only thing that the other Episode was missing the full episode it was missing this Honestly
1: like (laughs) 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 Yeah a little bit Like this is what I was expecting When (laughs) Hitler's running around and everyone's getting shot (laughs) Yeah that Fits perfectly (laughs) It does
0: though right Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they threw this in that episode in
1: the full episode we should do that and put it on Facebook
0: <laughs> yeah if they did that it might have saved it it honestly. might have saved it it might have saved it, <laughs> it, have saved it. <laughs> go around killing
1: people with this song oh that would be it's awesome all, like chasing through the hallways gimmick yeah yeah <laughs> oh god oh Jesus Christ alright we need to wrap yeah that's the god we're terrible Welcome back, guys. Now we're going to get into our discussion on episode 11 regarding Dean. Because we've already been, we realized we've been going for over 40 minutes, and we haven't even talked about the episode yet. So. This
0: is why we need Ryan, because I was looking we at... We need a leash, dude. I was, I was looking at the studio clock, okay? And normally we go to our first break at 19 minutes.
1: Yeah, around 20-ish. It's 42 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need Ryan, because he keeps Cause a so lot bored and made oh, yeah. fart jokes, and then we would have just moved on. All right. Oh, man. So now we're going to move on on our own. We're going to try and, and get this back on track time wise. So, Rowena helps Sam find a powerful family of witches when a spell is placed on Dean that's quickly erasing his memory. This one was directed by John Badham and written by Meredith Glynn. Now, Meredith Glynn wrote the previous one, and we talked about this last week Was she's a new writer. Her previous episode was the Hitler episode that we were just making a little bit of <laughs> fun of. Uh, the one you've been waiting for, which was not positively received is what I'm going to say about that. But this one, I think in general has been a, a big turnaround for a couple key reasons that we'll get into. Also, John Badham, he's directed Firstborn, The Things They Carried, The Vessel, We Happy Few, Into the Mystic. A lot of season 11 is is where his work has been. So this week we get another break from the myth arc and we go back into witches, which I, I hadn't really known this before. We did a little bit of research. Witches were like in like eight episodes or something like that <clears throat> up until season eight. And then they fucking exploded in popularity on this show. But not really. But not really at the same time. Yeah. They but, weren't sh- the strongest of episodes. Th- they weren't the strongest episodes. They were not really the strongest villains for a couple different reasons. One, they were normal people, quote, who had special powers, but they were not anything that went bump in the night. They were people who often had petty reasons for doing something terrible, or, you know, the standard buy for power, like the demon episode, I think it was in season three, where the demon's the one who's given them their abilities. Yeah. So it was never a huge hit, and it wasn't really that important to the main story. But ever since season eight, they've had a lot more episodes, and with Rowena's introduction is really where They've kind of come to the limelight through her
0: Yeah they've definitely Any damage that Previous writing staff might Have done with the witches and The witch lore or lack of Actual true lore because mm-hmm. it never Really was lore it was like it's hey just, guys they were
1: Throw There's some
0: witches except for the Sam Hague, Um, Sam Hag, The oh, Halloween episode yeah
1: I don't Remember his name is that
0: what it was Sam Hagen Hag well what's Halloween based on it's Based on that demon
1: I it's Alludes but he was me. that wasn't even a witch based episode.
0: Wasn't that the one's where the witches were using the books to call him to use his power? Or no.
1: Not according to the wiki and I don't remember witches in that one. Oh, I know that people well, summoned him, but I don't think it was a witch. Oh, okay. Well, then, you know but, what? You know. I have no idea what I'm talking about. So, good job. <laughs> <laughs> but with Rowena, we've kind of seen Sam Hain. Sam Hain. Yeah. There we go. With Rowena, we've kind of seen the more in-depth to their workings. We find out about the Grand Coven. We find out about, again, their kind of pity, petty squabbles about power and who's more important. It's a, it's like high school, it feels to me. yeah. It's very much, this person was popular, and you'll be, you're a nerd, and you'll always be a nerd. I'm cool, look at me. That very much sinks into this. But we kind of get more of the personal element for Rowena. In this episode. And we see something a little different. I found it interesting that a witch with like his dying breath chose to hit Dean with a memory erase spell. It seemed a bit of an odd choice. I mean, if I mean that's maybe that's just me. If I was going out, I'd try and kill the guy, you yeah. know? And I'd be like, This'll show him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe that's, that's all he could do at the last minute. Maybe, maybe he wanted him to have be funny for us for forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, the thing is, this episode This is of- the, an example. That statement right there is it. <laughs> what is a classic Thomas like observation? It's just like, dude, it's TV, man. So I know. Sometimes it's you have like- to. I'm not saying that we should give passes to bad writing, and I'm not saying this is bad writing. No, I'm just. But there's sometimes when you just got to shrug like, man, eh, it's TV. It's the entertainment. Because if you were to like if you were to answer stuff the way you want them answered, there would be no television shows, period. There'd be books. Yeah, and the Halloween genre <laughs> or the horror genre would not even exist.
1: It would. It would just be well more <laughs> far more thought out and we wouldn't have any of the stereotypes that they do. Possibly. So maybe it wouldn't be considered horror then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I, I can't turn it off. I'm sorry. It's a curse that I live with. I'm like logic that makes no sense. I'm sorry, Mike, I have logic. Yeah. See Ryan's not here so you're stuck with this That's alright Now witches have kind of been made creepy again I mean I remember with, when they were first introduced There was a lot of like body horror Kind of thing I remember a woman cough And they showed it in the, in the previously bit Where yeah. a woman coughs up like Racers. Body pins and shit yeah. Fuck that first of all But you know we've seen another witch Trying to eat people It's been kind of Darker and when Rowena was first introduced She throws a hex bag and just the demon just fucking Melts yeah you know
0: I I couldn't agree More man with your statement a few minutes ago About Rowena like since Rowena Has been introduced via Carver and team They pulled the nose Up with what was kind of just Run of the mill Monster of the week type episodes With the witches and since she's kind of been introduced They they kind
1: of fixed what They (laughs) the damage that was done A little bit yeah Yeah Now this one we have A different shift In Rowena's What's I I don't even know purpose Or relationship to Sam and Dean Before she's always been kind of a threat That they couldn't trust that they Used but you know she helped them With the book of the dam but she was handcuffed to the desk And nobody trusted her Mm. (laughs) And Mike's Thinking of scenes from the movie secretary And he's trying to replace it himself But in season 11, when the stakes get raised all the higher, and especially it all really comes down to when she gets killed by Lucifer, Yeah, she has a shift. She tries to align with the darkness, and then she realizes this is a bad idea and goes back to Team Winchester.
0: She was a survivalist with her, you know, she would do what she needs to do to survive. That was kind of her game. Like She wanted power. That was definitely what it was about. It was about respect and power. Is what yeah. I got from her. She wanted the whole grand coven thing. She wanted to be accepted. She wanted a sense of belonging, much like Crowley, which I think we've actually went into that yeah. discussion in great detail, I believe, last season. Um, but obviously, her motives of of living her has finally changed after what hundreds of years. She's finally changed, and Th- yes, I mean, would you would you, yeah, I mean, and I think. And sometimes you can say it's out of character, but I think in the way they have been working her character and kind of laying down the foundation for Rowena to make sure that she can feel right if they're going to bring her back, it needs to feel natural. And they've been building her character development towards this very moment. Um, Obviously, there's more to come, but I think if this was... If her mentality was introduced like this last season... I would be like, eh, you guys just jumped the
1: shark with Roman. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I I don't feel like they've gone out of character with her, like you were saying. I feel like it makes sense because when she... I mean, she didn't die, but she really did have that near-death experience. And as we know in real life, that often changes people. And she, from that point, kind of realizes, and she even says it to Dean in this episode, that when she realizes that the most powerful entities in the universe, as far as we know at this point... Or having the same petty squabbles that she has had with other people or that other brothers and sisters have. And that power doesn't make happiness. Exactly. Yeah. She learns that power does not equal happiness. That's something Crowley has learned from becoming the king of hell and through his fights with Abaddon and retaking the throne and versus Lucifer. When he had all of it at season 10, he was bored and he didn't give a shit. Yeah, he still doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he still doesn't. And yeah. I think I really like that element of how Similar, him and Rowena are without being just it, like, like I know they're written to be a mother son team, but it feels like they're both their own people. Well, it has to, right? I right. mean, it, no, it does it feel very consistent, it doesn't feel
0: contrived, not at all. It, it, that's, it that's my point. Yeah, it it's consistent to how you know, obviously, uh, people who have kids will always see little traits of themselves in them as well as personality quirks. And, I mean, it makes sense. If you have, like, a, a, a mother and a son that just completely opposites, yes, I'm sure that happens in real life. But if you want to really make them feel like real individuals in a TV show, then have those yeah. those very subtle similarities. And it's not like beating, oh, you're not beaten over the head with it. It's it's subtle. Exactly.
1: And it just makes sense and feels right. So I liked <clears throat> what they've done with her and her trying to find happiness In whatever way she can Now it doesn't change her as a person She's still a miserable person in many respects She cheats at the poker game She knows she was marrying that other guy For money before she lies And she still wanted the book Which we'll kind of get into that So she hasn't changed her persona entirely No, But her character has gone through Some events and is going to make a change Theoretically for the better And be better for it And we really see that where Sam calls her For help Now, this is I think is the not it's not the first time, but this felt like a different shift when he talked to Rowena for help with the Book of the Damned. Oh, yeah, it was, you know, I have no other options. I have nothing but disdain for you, but I need help and I don't trust you. So I'm going to handcuff you to the desk and I've got my friend and an angel bodyguard. That sounds like a porno. That you're probably going to make at some point with Ryan's help from the fan fiction.
0: I'm going to handcuff you to this desk with a bodyguard, myself, and an angel.
1: And a camera.
0: (laughs) And a book of the
1: damned. I know what book you'd have. (laughs) Now, this, however, though, is very different. Sam calls her because he needs help. Yeah. And that's much more like a friend. Now, in season 11, you know, it was Lucifer was far greater a threat, and the darkness was far greater a threat. So everyone just kind of shut up and deal with it.
0: But doesn't that make sense, though? Like when you've been in the trenches with somebody. When you've been through
1: that shit, yeah. I think it absolutely makes and sense. So I didn't have a problem with
0: it. No. Does he trust her? No. no. But also, she, he's on her Rolodex. And I think that's cool. And it makes sense to. To where they're at as people Right now currently in season
1: 12 Exactly I like how she was like asking if she Had her own ringtone oh I I love it I love that. So such a Crowley line Yeah I love how well (laughs) they've Gotten her personality down to match With his but also be unique yeah It's fucking great yeah it was good Now again like you said He doesn't trust her 100% You know she shows up and she knows the knowledge to help him out, but she's not trusted for crap. He doesn't let her just go on her own. And that kind of leaves her with Dean. And that's and we're kind of jumping around compared to how we usually do this, but I think that's one of the things that we should talk about, is this episode, a lot of people have said was a really funny episode. And it does have comedic moments. It is fun to watch and humorous for the most part. But it also has some very touching heartfelt moments and some great acting by Jensen Eccles and a good moment by Rowena that I think is is a shame not to bring attention to that as well I know the mirror scene is going to be the highlight of that for a lot of people but I think Rowena's honest conversation with Dean spoke volumes, not just about herself, but about Dean and one of the main themes we've kind of had running through this season of greater consequences do the good things we Achieve outweigh the bad things we've done, and which is a common theme.
0: It's a common yeah, theme. We keep very much back, especially in the last couple. This I'd say season, season,
1: for sure. Yeah, I think. I mean, it starts with the first episode, essentially, or at the end of season eleven. This is what we talked about and what we kind of wanted to see happen: the consequences for their actions. And you know, it's it's a bit of a different perspective from Rowena. Excuse me, there. Because we see her kind of let the guard down because she knows he won't remember. Yeah,
0: and sometimes, and you, we know it, it's very realistic, man. I mean, as I said before, sometimes you talk more better with a stranger. Sometimes you can. What is you, that? You need to talk. What? What's that?
1: It's it's true, but oh, it's yeah. so weird. That it's because it's,
0: you don't feel like they're going to judge you, and if yeah. they and if they do, like you don't you know don't them. Care.
1: Yeah, you're not going to see them
0: again. Right. So. I don't know I think it, I think it makes sense in a lot of ways sometimes you like it feels better when you're going through something sometimes it feels better to talk it out loud and if there's someone there that you know isn't gonna either a judge you b remember I mean why wouldn't you yeah I mean so it makes a lot of sense to me and also it just again it speaks volumes of where Rowena is at Uh and also it did a lot in in in, in the way of uh, again foreshadowing Dean's own self judgment, perhaps. Yeah, which I think was the biggest purpose of the entire that entire scene.
1: Well, I mean, he even says she's like you know begrudgingly. She says that you do them for the right reasons, and then he says that's still no excuse for the number of bad things that they've done.
0: Yeah does that does that okay
1: that that is uh, go go,
0: ahead okay I think we're probably going to go the same direction okay so do you feel like obvious, Okay, I think a lot of times he talks a big game of we do what we got to do, right? Right. But it obviously weighs on him. And again, that's kind of what they were saying this entire episode is that everything he's done is baggage. Right. Everything weighs on him. And I think that this says so much about him and where he's at mentally or psychologically. Um, when he said, when you saw that he judged himself, that yeah. does not justify anything.
1: Is that supposed to make it okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: going to come back. It will. And I, if that does not come back, dude, that that's is a shame. That's such a, a, you know, a missed opportunity. Yeah. Self-judgment, when you don't realize, when you're not in, it's no different than being um, under the influence. And you say certain things that you would never say. And I'm not talking like about sexual things or You know, Perverse things or being an asshole to somebody I'm talking about sometimes when you drink or when you're high You tend to have loose lips And you maybe speak a little More freely about yourself because The the weight of the world is kind of It's lighter And you say more things you're more relaxed You're not on guard as much and that's kind of When you think about it that's what the spell did to him It made him forget Everything he's been through and all that baggage So it would make sense That he would be a little more Open to a hey you know what I don't remember Anything and uh hey I'm judging Myself
1: well I think that's Definitely needs to come back into play because we've Talked all this season about cosmic consequences The greater good how much Good are you doing to a certain extent You have to really look at that you know Does the even the British Mental letters you know is what Mr. Ketch Does is his Job and how much he Murders things and people Worth and, the greater good. And, I know, mean, on the on the surface, we would say anything he does is terrible, and anything Sam and Dean do is right. But that's through a filter. Yeah, that's through a filter of morality of how long we've known him whether or not we like him You know, that's true. They have killed hundreds of people. You know, and in different timelines, even more because of different. You know, like abandon all hope, or uh, uh, the one where they, where Dean sees his alternate past, where he loses and Lucifer wins. Yes, you know. They've done a lot of messed up stuff. So, is the perspective what makes it okay? And we've said this before. No villain thinks they're the bad guy in their story. Yeah. Except maybe *Snidely Whiplash* or some shit like that. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, when you lose that
0: that that tough exterior that allows you
1: that conscious that allows you to
0: justify, when you lose that, what happens? You do you know what I mean? Like what happens when you lose the ability to that lie to yourself and drink your
1: own Kool Aid? Yeah. And I mean, we know Dean has always kind of said one thing meant another. That was the how the original show was supposed to end. You know, he always talks about going down guns blazing. What he really wanted was a family with Ben and Lisa. That's one of the most tragic things I think about season six is is the dropping of Lisa and Ben as characters, because I felt like that could have been something a little bit more. Even even if it was just another season, I wanted more of that to see him try and balance that life of what he wanted and what he gets dragged into, you know? But th- we see that here as well. We see Dean really thinks the truth about his murder spree is not good. You know, so yeah, I don't think he likes, I think, I that don't think it he has to come into play. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, even
0: if it's to contrast what the British and Middle letters are, have been doing or, yeah are doing or plan to do like that statement has to carry some weight down the road, whether they're actually going to use it is one thing, those words or the fact that it's that just there to set kind of precedence of how, where Dean's at as a person yeah. Uh, and his, and then the decision he makes, whether to join the British men of letters, which we already know Mary Winchester has. Right. I mean, that's going to be a big thing, man. And I think that's going to end up causing some confrontation. That line does it doesn't justify? Yeah. So it, it's gonna come back, and not maybe in the way that we think. It might even come into play in terms of between him and his mother. And we could. already know well, his mother. We talked about
1: that a little bit. We
0: already know that him and his, his mother is a lot more hardcore than him. She's oh yeah, like they've been through it, Dean and Sam. But she's old school hunter. She's related to Campbell. I mean, he is too. But you I mean, kind she's, of see the
1: family relationship I mean, now. Because Campbell was a, a
0: douche. He was a son of a
1: bitch. He he would you know did some shit. Yeah, I never thought twice. And you and she's kind of more that hard edge, like, you gotta do it, this is the job, no questions. Which I like. And if they start it makes sense. And now, if they
0: start showing some differences between the way they hunt oh my god, that'd be
1: awesome. Like I don't want to ruin Mary. No, but I think you need if, to have that conflict. Oh man, that would be so good. And I, I would be more okay with that conflict after the fact of, you know, I I'm just coming back to this world. I need time to think. Yeah. Once they they need to reintroduce her to like the main fold and I think that will be a good way to have conflict without having to be I just can't deal with you kids right now I'm mommy needs a break you know
0: and I don't want them to lose I mean we're getting way off subject here I think we're going to go back to it later but I don't want them to I don't want her to lose herself like I don't want them to lose who Mary Winchester is or our even our idea of Mary Winchester I don't want them to take it down a Campbell aspect you know the same the same the same road that her father went i don't please don't go that that route right road. yeah but i wouldn't mind them borrowing a bit from that
1: yeah now we find out that the main the the cause of his memory loss is from a book called the black grimoire which is a powerful tome of druidic magic now this is the second spell book that we've really seen yeah since Rowena has been introduced, and in recent years, and I think in Supernatural as a whole, it was always before that a witch had her own spells. They had their own, you know, little repertoire of, of magic that they could grab, or something that they made up on their own. This is like the second spell book, which I wonder if that's going to come into play as kind of, not a theme, but like, I'm not sure even what the exact word is, but they keep showing up. Like, we'll have more of these, maybe this will be something. More books. I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool that we had a second one besides just the Book of the Damned.
0: And it would make sense. Just in When you look into witch, like real witchcraft and real witch yeah. lore for real,
1: I mean... Or any spell casting yeah, magic. that yeah. kind
0: of makes sense. It feels more real to life. So I'm okay with that, and I was actually really happy when um, as, soon as, they, as soon as they started talking about it, what would they call them? The Laughlins? The Laughlins, like, I think. As soon as they gave them a name, I was like, oh shit, here we go. Like, here, give me the lore. Give yep. me the lore. <laughs> Were you like that too?
1: A little like, bit. Yeah. I was a little excited. I was like, all right, here I we like, go. was right, like, what's that, their history? But then once you say, is a book called The Black Grimoire? I was like, I'm listening. Yeah,
0: I, I, that's what I live for in terms of supernatural
1: yeah. stuff. Like, this is good stuff. But unfortunately,
0: they went the route of, again, they could fix it and go back, but like, they went the route of the Stein family. Like, they introduced this, oh, this right. the
1: possibility of epicness. And then they this unbelievable fucking, magic. They would house yeah. other witches, and they would train them like the X Men. Yeah. And then they're dead. And they rip it down <laughs> before your eyes. I'm like, right.
0: So you set something cool up and then destroy it. Yeah, that did feel a little. That's one thing I didn't. esque. Like. Like. I guess I, I kind of wish they didn't do that, but I. I mean. Obviously it worked to tell the story So I guess yeah. in that regard They were 100% They achieved what they were, what they were Setting out to accomplish but Here's something though a, as a supernatural nerd I was like oh I would have liked at least Something more on that Like well, one more
1: episode I agree But here's something they were going to Swap Sam's soul for their brothers And bring him back from the dead Yeah, you They've trained a bunch of Previous witches apparently Uh, Who's to say they they couldn't come come back back, through this same magic? And
0: now the Black Grimoire has now been introduced into official supernatural lore. Sam does have his hands on it. Is this going to play later in the season?
1: It could. We know the Book of the Damned played directly into A, removing the Mark of Cain, and B, setting up the next season with Unleashing the Darkness. Yeah. Does the Black Rimoir have a same kind of setup For the Nephilim? Some kind of magic that, that we don't know of? We know that Enochian magic's been introduced through Lily Sunder. We know now That Druidic magic is being introduced With this very powerful book It's
0: super powerful when you think about it. It's dealing with The soul, which we already know Which the we know soul. is the
1: most powerful thing in existence Essentially. Yeah. So maybe This is kind of the breadcrumbs of Where they're gonna be able to fight This thing yeah. whenever they need to Who knows? But I I did like that Rowena wanted it. The second she starts talking about it, I'm like, that's why you showed. I knew as Sam did. I was like, I I was so happy when they didn't have him like play dumb or something like that. And he immediately calls her on her bullshit. He's like, no, you fucking want it. That's why you're here. Don't fuck with me. I know you. Yeah. <laughs> like, that I liked because not only does it, it it shows that Rowena's you know changed a bit, but she's her still direct her motives exactly. But it's still her. She's she's not looking for power to make her happy. Doesn't mean she doesn't want power. And you know what? That is ultimately why I was 100%
0: happy with what they did with Rowena this week and and them bringing her back is because they changed her slightly because, you know, meeting God and his sister would make life changing decisions, right? It would change your oh, decisions, the fabric life.
1: of reality and understanding and what you believe in.
0: But at the same time, you are who you are. Yeah. <laughs> So I like that they stayed true to her character at the same time. Yeah, it made it not feel
1: so oh, so everybody's team Winchester. Hmm. Right. She's she's sort of Team Winchester when it benefits her, much like Crowley in many ways. Yeah. So I did like that. Now the main crux of this episode, though, was of course Dean Winchester and his memory loss throughout this episode, which I liked in the beginning. How they set that up. He just wakes up in a field. There's a rabbit. Don't know why. And he's eating waffles, and then some woman slaps him, and he can't remember crap. All that stuff was good. I liked that. It reminded me of older Supernatural episodes, like the one with their lucky rabbit's foot with Bella. Loved that bit.
0: But more in more than one way. When you say it reminds you of old episodes of Supernatural, Um, it also reminds me of the old Supernatural episodes, including season six, one through six. So Sarah, Sarah Gamble did a lot of similar writing as uh, as Kripke did, and. It was the 11 minutes, I count, I always keep track of act structure when I'm watching Supernatural Mm -hmm. in terms of where they're at in the story and what the time stamp was, the time code. At 11 minutes, the story was, was, you were in it, meaning you knew what they were doing, you knew what the players were, the story was a go, and we were already, it felt like 30 minutes had passed, in a good way. Yeah, the story was very strong at the very at the beginning. They said it, and that's what Kripke. That was his his thing, man. Was when he he would do very strong first and second acts, where they where the story would just move in a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, there's a oh. the
1: hook, so that you catch five minutes. And you're like, all right, I guess I got forty five minutes to watch this now.
0: Right, and it didn't feel rushed. It felt like it was a well you know, thought out scene that just really moved and allowed you to move forward with the rest of the story. Like now it's time to solve the problem and we still have 37 minutes to go.
1: Yeah. I will say Jensen's acting throughout this episode, I thought was spot on both for the funny scenes as well as the sad scenes. Yeah. As he continued to lose his memory, him, him in the bar and (laughs) talking to the waitress and she's like, I am so sorry if I took advantage of you. His shit-eating grin yeah. when he's like, don't be. It's okay. You know, I'm like, that. that is very much old Dean. I'm talking seasons one and two. Yeah. Hooking up with girls and, and just moving on to the next town. Yeah. That felt like his old ways. But it was funny. His facial expressions, the fact that he's trying to talk about how he's an FBI agent and he's like... I, he's Sam's like he was roofied and he's like I was and you can see Sam be like Shut the fuck no, up He was dude. upset because he <laughs> he
0: wanted to have he wanted to claim it He's like no I wasn't Exactly <laughs> it was so good Man Jensen and you a lot Unfortunately some of the reviews I read Were not very uh, Forgiving of the story Of the script itself but they Said what saved the episode with Jensen And I agree and disagree I felt the story was Good but also Jensen just When you tell Jensen to perform, that guy will deliver. Yeah. And he did... You know, deliver the comedic uh, time. His comedic time is good. I said that last week. He, he did deliver the game. We've goods.
1: known it for years. I mean, who else could sell light stick as well as he did? <laughs> I was fucking dying, dude. Yeah, that part I did laugh pretty I loud He's like, yeah. and that is a well, light.
0: Because I couldn't, see, for some reason on my TV, I couldn't even see it very well. I don't know if I was supposed to see it. So I was like, a light stick? What is that? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so I was like, confused, too. And then when Sam said it's a lamp, I was like, ah, oh! I yeah. started laughing, man. Yeah, that was good.
1: See, and, and I, it was I, good. I don't exactly agree that I think the writing was pretty good for this one. It wasn't the I, yeah. funniest episode. No, I think there's funnier ones. You know, not to be mean or anything like that. But it was funny, and yeah. and half of the humor of Supernatural is their portrayal. Yeah, Sam saying I lost my shoe with the you know with the rabbit's foot back in season three. Dean's everything whenever he's being funny. His mannerisms and facial expressions and delivery. It's it's a lot of it's the actors too. So yeah. I don't agree that it was, you know, a weaker episode in well, that aspect. Th- this is why I give the writing the credit.
3: Okay?
0: Yes, I love Jensen. I'm not taking away from that. But this is why. You got to give if you're going to do something, there's got to be a reason for it. Right. Right. You can't just make a funny episode just because you want to make a funny episode. And you can't make someone act out of character just because you want them to give you... They want to give all of us the old nostalgia feel of Dean Winchester, of how he was in earlier seasons. Mr. Funny Man, mister I Eye-Bone Chicks. Um, but when you strip away the baggage, like they said, and he starts forgetting things and he starts doing things and, and acting up and being silly, it makes sense in a lot of ways that he's happy, he's making jokes, he's being silly. Yeah. Because... And much like how he acted in the first several seasons, because he didn't have the baggage of twelve
1: years. No, he didn't and that's have the why knowledge. I felt
0: ultimately this, this story was strong. It stayed true to you know Dean's character, not only how he is now, but also how he acted when he didn't have all of this on his shoulders. Well, I mean, I like think there was said, a lot of thought to
1: it. I I agree. I think it was a well researched episode in many ways because it feels like older Supernatural it feels like an older version of Dean season one and two without the knowledge of a, the apocalypse, the devil's real, you know, your dad and mom are dead. You have this horrible past. God's a dick. Bobby's gone. You don't have all this weight because that does change you. I mean, otherwise we'd be watching the same guy from season one through now and he wouldn't have changed at all. And nobody wants that. That's why the show is so successful is because the characters have grown with the audience and vice versa. And I think that worked in this one And it was a bit And when I say it's a well-researched episode Because it feels very much like classic Supernatural Where even if it's funny It's got this bittersweet tendency Or or moment throughout it Or some genuine sadness You know, he's happy only because he doesn't remember. That's a sad statement. And Did, didn't that hurt you, man? Like, as a, as yeah. 12 years of investment
0: into characters, like, when that was said, that hurt. Yeah. That he could only be happy because he doesn't remember anything. God, man, but that, that made me start thinking a couple things, and I know you and I probably thought very similar things, okay? It made me think that's possibly, I'm going to contradict myself too in a second here, how they, is that How they're going to end the show is that the only Way Sam and Dean without killing Them because we've already discussed that
1: Something out of Doctor Who
0: a complete memory Wipe like a blessing from up High God saying This is the only way my chosen can Finally live at peace is by Them forgetting who they are Now I'm not saying that's what I want to happen But it made me start thinking when they said that But then I quickly changed
1: Season four yes I, yep.
0: Within a matter of about four or five Minutes of contemplating I said well you know what They actually did that Yep. In season four episode Seventeen it's a terrible life Zachariah the douche yep He wiped their memory put him in a normal Life and guess what happened they completely Found themselves back in the nor In their life
1: yep And I think that's why you can't have the mind Wipe I yeah. mean I referenced Doctor Who A minute ago and Ryan wasn't here to give me shit For that but Fans of Doctor Who have kind of dealt with that. They have companions to the doctor, right? Bear with me for a minute. I know it's not supernatural. A couple of them have undergone a memory wipe at the end of their time on the show when they leave the show and it's it's the only way they could survive in one example because of some like mental damage or it was the safest thing for them kind of thing but that's how they were written out, a mind wipe and I always had a problem with that because then that completely undermines, undoes all the character change They've gone through if they don't remember anything That changed them you essentially just Reset them to where they were in the beginning And they're no better or worse for it And then I ask well then what the fuck was the point point? And, yeah, and I agree because, because one they already Proved in season four that that won't work For these two but also I don't think you can have that because They're, it's, they're essentially they're Destined a warrior's death Either yeah. a they'll go down guns blazing Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid style, or they'll ride off into the sunset to hunt another day, and that's just how we're going to have to end it. You know, their story ends with those ways. I don't yeah. think you can have a non-warrior life. I mean, we tried that with the closest you were going to get was Swan Song, and one of them dies, and one of them you know goes off to have the the happy life he kind of wanted, but it was a bittersweet ending regardless. Yeah. I don't think you can have them mind wipe One second I just got a
0: message on Twitter letting me know that our stream keeps Cutting out if anybody is out If anybody else is having a similar Problem let me know tweet me at crossroads SPN I monitor the feed During the show that's why sometimes I I'm late to respond to Thomas and so Far my stream has not cut out My stream is pretty strong Pretty solid pretty fair And fair and true fair and true (laughs) So stupid. Sometimes it goes this way or that, but ultimately I can control my stream. <laughs> but if you guys are having a problem in the morning, right? Yeah. Sh- or after sex. If you guys are having problems with the stream, let me know. Um, I want to make sure it's not a, uh, I, I want, hopefully it's just a, a single problem and not a massive problem that I have to deal with. So let me know. Um, backtracking a bit Thomas to what you yeah. said About taking away their memory And making them be back to square one I mean I said this before I believe In a couple years ago maybe uh, On the show it, oh, One line that always resonates With me from Star Trek Okay of all things is when James Kirk talks to Spock's brother About taking away his pain And I'm going to relate this to I'm going to compare this to um, memory He's all I don't want to lose my pain I need my pain it makes me who I am it, yeah. it, And I And it's the same thing could be said about Your memory and let's be honest Much of their memory is filled with pain And that makes Sam and Dean Who they are today so as characters If you were to do something like that Yeah it's like hey square one guess what you guys Learned nothing but also it can yeah. be looked at As merciful as well so yeah, see, th- there's
1: Other ways you can look at it I, to me That has always felt selfish it's not mercy to me so much as it is selfish that's been a theme in in doctor who it was it's the entire movie of internal sunshine of the spotless mind that's true you know and like you said star trek it is it's what makes us who we are i mean i know a lot of people who have gone through bad breakups or god forbid you know loss or something like that but the fact of the matter is sometimes those breakups and the pain that comes from it allows you to change and be a better person and and realize something about yourself because it is what makes you who you are. A good example I heard from a was from a book where we start out as like a block of clay, and every bit of damage helps chisel away who we were to the person we become. And I've always thought that that it's important to have that, and we yeah. see that in the mirror scene better than anywhere else. That scene, man, holy, holy shit! shit. Yeah. First of all, the, yeah, and we already
0: know that I have a fucking massive hard on for mirror shots. That's just what I that's just my one of my things Man I love I mean the symbolism Of mirrors just In general just yeah. it says a thousand Words it always works like with Demon Dean in season what 10 when He the, became a demon or or season was a season 10? season okay When he Whenever, thought about it I think being it was Mark a Kane it was nine right season nine Yes the Mark Kane. when he was doing Those mirror shots when he was struggling with the Mark Cain, dude, those some of oh, my yeah, yeah, favorite yeah. scenes Yeah so put a mirror in front of somebody and let the camera hold a bit, have some tears. That's gold. That's Oscar winning for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think that scene, A, great acting. but And this is where, you know, the, the episode was funny and goofball-y, you know, was talking about Skinamax and watching Scooby-Doo and shit up until that point. And then that's where I know I read online that some people were saying that this they felt that this was a little out of character for Dean, him being kind of silly Oh yeah,
0: out of character. They lost his memory. That he lost his
1: memory. I'm like, you guys don't really get the concept then, because some people one
0: they read it in a in a a, a how to writing book once. (laughs) He's out of character. He's not out of character. He lost his memory.
1: One of the. I hate stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I like, know. listen, I'm all about reason. When people say plot holes when it's not actually a plot hole. Hey,
0: but look at it. They can prove it. But it can't, he, he lost his memory. Guess what? He has no character.
1: Exactly. Does
0: he have a personality? Yes.
1: Which we've seen before. And that's all that's left at that point. You got me now, really mad. <laughs> one of the things that I saw a direct complaint was that it was he wasn't forgetting in order. It wasn't like he forgot yesterday, and then the day before, and then season 11, and then season 6, and then season 4. You know, it was kind of all over the place with what he forgot, what he remembered. But the thing is, that's right. The only example we have of this kind of scenario in the real world, outside of massive brain trauma, is Alzheimer's. Now, for those of you who have a loved or one... Or dementia. Or dementia, I mean, they're they're essentially... They're not the exact same thing, but they're essentially the same thing. I'm not a doctor, so don't quote me on that. But that those two diseases, if you know anybody who's gone through that or is currently going through that, you know that, A, it's not consistent. B, they'll forget certain things and they'll remember other things. They'll have a memory from one day replaced with something that happened today, you know. It's all over the map. It, yeah. It's a, frankly, it's a shotgun to a piece of paper. There's p- pellet holes and there's it, pieces are missing completely, but it's not a uniform, we step backwards like the, you know, unaging process in previous instance when he was a kid, yeah. you know? And I think that really worked in the mirror scene because it's something that was relatable. It turned the episode from something funny to something sad that people have to deal with, not just those of you who have a loved one who is going through that and how painful it is that they don't remember you one day or eventually ever. And they remember certain things and they won't remember your name, but they remember that their, their, you know, granddaughter who has your name has this other thing that they like, you know?
0: Okay. So what did you get? What was your interpretation of that mirror? Because I know there's a lot of different thing, a lot of different theories out there. And obviously it's, it's uh, going to be subjective. So, what was your interpretation of that scene? What do you mean exactly?
1: What did you think the writers were trying to say? the The fear that comes from that from memory loss from memory loss. Not okay. and that's what I was going to say. Not only is it just sad for if you like Sam, you know somebody going through that. But that is I mean, is, it, was, it, it wasn't
0: a, a more you know moment for Alzheimer's. Though. No, that's no, not no. What you're saying. no, no. It no. wasn't like hey guys, al- Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's is a serious real.
1: disease. No, I didn't get that. <laughs>
0: Why'd you say it like that? You sounded like the commercial.
1: That's the, that was the point. <laughs> I didn't get it as a you know very in your face no. allegory, yeah. but I got it as inspiration for this kind of thing. Because one of the, and this is something that's in other works of fiction and and other real life examples. One of the worst fears, quote, is being trapped in your own body or not or slowly knowing that you're losing who you are, whether it's physically or mentally. I mean, that, that's horror 101 is you know, is you know who you could be or who you once were, but you can't stop it. Yeah. And it's slipping through your fingers. That's what I got from it. That's, that was why it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's relatable. It's fucking terrifying. And it's got a great actor all in one moment. Yeah. So I, I didn't feel like it was pay attention to Alzheimer's, uh, but it was definitely this is where I got that idea. You know, it was inspired by. To me yeah I think it worked I thought that was a terrifying and sad Scene yeah I agree So but He's still the, the Fact that he's like not who he Is the people saying he's Out of character no it's like You said if you take away what made Him who he was and left his personality That's all you have which is it as We've seen a guy who likes porn skinamax, A guy who likes cartoons Sometimes and terrible food you know Who's a goofball we've seen that I think that worked just fine. Yeah. So it was kind of funny though as it moved on and we see him wake up in the car and there's sticky notes all over the windows and stuff and I loved when he goes to the trunk and he oh, he's like open and he sees the grenade launcher and says no. That was probably one of my favorite <laughs> favorite moments. Yeah. Okay. The, Meredith Glenn has wanted the grenade launcher to apparently be in the show for a long time because both of the episodes she's written have referenced it directly. And still, they won't let her use it.
0: I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, because that was the previous one. He wanted to use that during the Hitler episode, but he couldn't. All right, so the last little bit, essentially. Now, it is unfortunate that they killed off the Laughlin family, but I think they could bring him back if they really want to. It's an
0: easy fix. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Rowena doesn't have the book, so Sam does, but I could see that coming back into play. We know that maybe that'll be something with the Nephilim. We know that they've introduced two new kinds of magics now that maybe. How they defeat that thing who knows But that's what I'm saying You
0: got the the grimoire the black Grimoire you got the book of the damned you have
1: What else Inokian
0: magic and you have the Britishman of Letters guess what yeah there's a fix Somewhere in there
1: there's somebody's gonna Have something to take care of that yeah Now it, it wraps up pretty Well with he, him getting his Memories back although I liked how he didn't talk At the end because even Rowena said that he would forget to talk at some point and after he gets the witch killing Bullets he doesn't say another line until he's Fixed I thought that was a nice little touch Of it. and it also worked with the humor of him holding up The witch killing bullets sticky note yeah. as He shot her right then Dude that was, yeah, fun. was I funny. wasn't
0: sure if you would Like that just I did like, okay I like, Because yeah, I thought right. it worked I, I... <laughs> Especially if you forgot I how to talk that Rowena like anticipated that he wouldn't listen Right, <laughs> that he would go for the grenade launcher, and that hey, remember to use the, <laughs> the right. witch killing bullets. Yeah, she was, knows him. Yeah, he knows he him good. pretty well. I'm I'm sensing some fan fiction there.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: it's all it's all. Think picture this, Thomas. Uh, okay. Sticky post it notes. That's it. That's all. <laughs> 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 oh man!
1: I need another minute to picture that. <laughs>
0: Hey, that wasn't uh, a powerful scene that I just set up. It was a good
1: scene. It was a good scene. I like that. Yeah.
0: Now, well, hold on a second about this about this grenade launcher. Okay? the stick notes? Oh. No, no, no. Great grenade launcher. Yeah. Now, yes, it's always been there, but they're really putting a lot into it. This, they're going to use season. it. Okay. Is it? A, is it to. a Han Solo from Force Awakens moment? Is it? Are they
1: building up that bo- Chewie's bowcaster so that at the end it's going to pay off and make sense? I feel like they have to I feel like you, Here's what I imagine I feel like at the end When the British Of this season If the British mental letters Become total dickbags And Mr. Ketch is like Trying to get away
0: Oh just kill him Steen With
1: Dean just fucking Launches a grenade Into the car Blows it up Or him Or him yeah. Kills the guy I think that I think after showing it Twice now And yes they are both Her Meredith Glynn's Written episodes But I think they have to bring reference to that. There's a grenade launcher in the mid-season finale, uh, Lotus. They keep talking about it. They have to pay off on that, right? That's got to yeah. come to fruition at this point. I'd like to think so. Yeah. Now, it all kind of works out, and, and we you know see Dean get his memories back, and he says that whole bit how he'd rather be who he is than you know, blissfully ignorant which I think as, as much of a weight and a burden as that is for not just them, but I mean, I think people can relate to that. You don't want to lose who you are either. So I think it worked out ultimately. Now, the one thing that you and I were discussing before the show that we have questions about in some way is that little montage at the end. When it fades to black and it comes back with the song that we played earlier in the episode— And it shows Dean not just riding the bull, but all the previous funny bits of him in this episode. Now, is that foreshadowing of something to come? You thought it personally. You thought it might be foreshadowing for something.
0: Again, if it's not, why do it?
1: And I felt like it was more like the Eye of the Tiger, him singing on the car. It was a funny episode that they threw a funny bit in. Okay, But the Uh, music makes you think, listen to the lyrics yeah dab
0: i i want to believe dab is more oh what's the word um precise no not precise just more in tune and uh, slightly romantic to really focus on the lyrics of something that he puts into the episode because if you listen to the lyrics holy shit if we were to figure out the, if we were to kind of like If we were to do a 30-minute podcast just on that song choice, (laughs) damn, dude, yeah, it could mean something. And I have to believe that Dab wasn't just doing this as a mini vignette, as like, hey, guys, here's a cool little episode that means, you know, has a lot of heart to it, funny, and uh, that's it. Now we're going to move on to the main myth arc. Everything that happened in this episode has got to pay off, or I'm going to, I will be a troll. I can see that. You don't put things like this of this magnitude, all these little subtle things, without having a purpose for it.
1: Now, if it was just this without that song, I would have said it was just fun. Right. But because of the song, I think there might be some weight to what you said. And they keep talking about consequences. Yeah. There's consequences. The weight of your decisions that doesn't mean it's okay, as things he says here, crossing Billy the Reaper and their blood pact. Something Castiel did You know, there's a lot of talk about Consequences, and that kind of music Was very bittersweet And we talked earlier about a death pool So maybe there is something to that I I really don't know I think it's a little too early to say Just yet We're only halfway through the season Not even exactly So, I think we need to come back to it I think as the season progresses We need to come back to A, the death pool And B does this song? Does this moment have any more meaning to it? A-
0: Av Demon says it was in the script though, so I don't know if that was in reply to you or reply to me. I'm assuming it it was a reply to you, so that would mean that it has to have some. So barrier. then it was
1: important. Yeah,
0: most song. Yeah, because the eye of the tiger thing was if she that's what she's talking about. That the was eye, more of a
1: blooper reel. Yeah, that they bit. threw at
0: the end. Yeah. If you're putting Q soundtrack deliberately, broomstick cowboy, there's a reason why the writers intended to put that exact song in the script
1: yeah i uh, that that does lean a lot of weight on your idea if though. that's
0: what she's talking about if she wants to post clarification in the chat go ahead or you can call us
1: that's what well, apparently that's what the writer said was on twitter that it was in the script what's so- uh what's the bar number here in the studio <laughs>
0: Uh, if you want to call us Or anybody else wants to call us uh, Phone lines are on if you want to weigh in 818-394-0279 That's 818-394-0279 If you have the Rainman digital app You can actually just call right from the app Just push the button that says call
1: <laughs> Really? That one? I don't know I think it could be something now That it's, if it actually is in the script that, yeah, that could be bad I don't want it to be But at the same time, I think you need to up the stakes in some ways. Yeah. At this point. So, do you want to read a couple thoughts from listeners on this one? Yeah, go for it. Give me just a second. I got to find it, apparently.
0: Oh, hold on. Shit.
1: It's very funny, I was trying to turn
0: the phone line on.
1: (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Phone's on. Good? Yeah, don't be shy, guys. We won't make fun of you. All right. We make fun of ourselves and how we say people's names more than anything else. And you guys can make fun of us (laughs) on Twitter. Anna West says, I was too tired with my broken shoulder to see, so I'm not reading any of the comments. Hopefully, I should have read this one first. Good job. Good job, me. See, that we already are screwing up, so Way we've lowered be... the bar for people to call. Way to be prepared. <laughs> right? Just because I read the first comment. <laughs> Kathy Tyler says, Wish all. Also-
0: said, Fuck you guys. Like uh, Kathy says yep. fuck you guys <laughs> Alright oh, then there you, go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are Ron Burgundy. Dude I am sometimes Jesus. Uh, Kathy Tyler says wish Alzheimer's Could be fixed with magic there was so much That 42 minutes was too short to address It all in the supernatural formula I get why certain parts of the fandom Were upset with the ending but try to put Real world issues into magic world Can be a challenge this worked for me Because I didn't get it didn't get Too soap opera eat wait what, what were People upset about this was you saying how some people felt that It was a little too oh. like PSA Like uh Kathy thought it worked just fine And again yeah. I, I don't feel like it was too much Of a PSA I think it was a real world Thing that they used as inspiration For this You know encounter this moment In his life this tragic thing Uh, uh Janice or Janice Coming says wonderful episode From beginning to end that great mix of humor and touching moments and danger that works so well for our show. Love that, even though he had consistently forgotten everyone and everything, including his own name, when he heard Sam Crowd in pain, he knew Sam. Responding to Sam Hurt or in danger is something much deeper than him, in him, than the surface memories. That is a good point. I did, I did catch that myself, that he knows who he is even after he forgets everything else. I think that's, again, something that works towards Alzheimer's. Uh, Jane Smith says I have missed episodes like this the French mistake changing channels just watched it this was perhaps an A plus for a few different reasons I have to say that I love Rowena episodes and this was a good one because for me of the conversation she had with Dean in the motel when he had no memory what's not to love the mirror scene was awesome and sad Jensen is a great actor I won't go into heaps of detail because I just loved it for what it was a great episode it reminded me of the good old days back in season five and earlier.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: And again, this is something I said, you know, it felt very much like a well-researched previous l- episode.
0: Yeah. As long as um, as long as we we were talking about this before the show started today. And it seems like Dab has a great grasp on supernatural in terms of what fans like, in terms of vibe, tone, theme. Feels okay does that make sense yeah But are they just Vignettes I don't think so Or are they gonna are they Going down a path that will Lead to one big story I think
1: that We can't know that without time yeah Or a couple more clues as to see where it Goes if you
0: know if I had these thoughts Three episodes ago I would Say they were vignettes But yeah because it seems Like dab is building towards A bigger story then I would have to go with the with with the latter,
1: yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Barbara Reeby says, "Well, my husband laughed the whole way through, which is a good indication of quality. Yeah. hello hi. Why are we getting
0: duplicates? Dude, oh. that never happened okay. before hello? i I use this phone all the time.
1: Go ahead, go. <laughs> You're on with supernatural <laughs> Crossroads. Good evening, hi. Thank you for bearing with us in oh, our tech issues. That's the most embarrassing thing
0: I've ever done on radio. And I've said some pretty <laughs> disgusting things. And <laughs> this is, this takes the cake. There
1: you go.
3: And, and now I've forgotten why I called. So that's great.
1: Oh, good. And your name?
3: No. A.V.
1: A.V. Okay, see, A.V. Now I'm going to remember that. God damn, hey, I'm now, writing okay. that down. Can you, it, tell,
0: can you tell Thomas how to pronounce your name, please? It's Demoret. Okay, so I was right. It's not D Morat. She's not like a political party.
1: <laughs> I see now I have written down no. A-V for AV D Morent. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, I need it. I swear to god. I thought you're the smart one here. Not with spelling, man. I can yeah. read in my head. <laughs> All right. AV. What was your contribution? What did you want to talk to us about? What did you think?
3: Um, I don't remember.
0: Oh. Uh. oh. Well, what was your interpretation, you know what, okay, if you don't remember, what was your interpretation of uh, Dean's stare into the mirror mirror scene?
3: Oh, I thought it was amazing. We were talking earlier in the chat room about, uh, I was listening to another podcast and I ended up just throwing my phone across the room after about 10 minutes because they didn't like how it wasn't linear. And I know Thomas had mentioned that. Yeah. And from personal experience with someone who's had that issue, I thought it was absolutely completely spot on, not just the way that Jensen act, um, acted it, but also the way that Jared did as well, because you saw him be sad and heartbroken and, you know, realizing that Dean was doing things over and over again You know the second day not remembering He did it the first time and I I just thought it was Amazing
1: okay yeah The lucid I think that's one thing that really worked For that scene the lucid moments he has Where he remembers stuff or he Remembers what he's lost but then He goes back Uh to not remembering you know that Is very much true to form With Alzheimer's or dementia or Other diseases that affect the brain and Memory in that respect because it isn't You know I I do have someone in my life that has The same kind of thing it's not across the board It's oh you do not a direct family member, but a family member of uh, somebody very close to me. You ever
0: fuck with them? Like, I'm an alien from Mars. Uh, no, Don't like, you remember <laughs> me? <laughs> you know what? I'm from the future I now. have family that's suffering from this, and we are yeah. we are sarcastic sons of bitches, and we fuck with them. It depends on your family. But you yeah. know what? They When they have their moments where they remember things, guess what? They like it. They're like, please do that. Like, it makes me laugh when I remember. Like, okay. I'm like, like, yeah. we, we obviously don't tease them to the point of like where it's horrible. Like, that's bad. Hide their keys but to be a dick. Sometimes when you're close <laughs> to someone, <laughs> when you're close to somebody, well, your you can entire get away life, you're. Yeah. You, just like you would joke with them before you're going to joke in when you're with your brothers and your sisters Yeah, you're going to kind of not i don't want to say mess
1: with them that sounds bad you're going to try and keep it true to form how it was before you're going
0: to yeah and and kind of lighthearted, and you're going to play games sometimes and be like you know we've done stuff you know i just had in fact i just had that experience this past weekend with a close family member where you know she doesn't remember me and i'm like how do you not remember me I'm like I'm your brother and I'm not <laughs> <laughs> You know I would do funny things like that And right. like her sister's all like oh my God. And she's cracking up you know So yeah. I mean it's, it's, it's things you can do To kind of lighten, the,
1: lighten the, It, it completely the, depends on your family but I think Absolutely that, depends on who the family is Don't just is. do that across the board We're all dicks in my family That we, makes <laughs> sense But I think that really worked for Making it real it was a powerful moment. Uh,
3: the other thing, I, I remembered what we were talking about before, the um, the mechanical bull. I was trying to look on Twitter to see if I couldn't find the tweet where they talked about that it was actually in the script, because I think someone asked the same thing. Was it a eye of the tiger moment or whatever? And and they said that it was actually in the script written that way and, and that Jensen had a lot of fun writing the bull or whatever. So it kind of... Uh, it kind of made me scared. If I can find the yeah. tweet, I'll, I'll tweet it out at you guys later. But okay, yeah, yeah,
0: definitely do that. Yeah, do that because that actually makes me get a little more nervous, but yeah. also but also glad because it that, feels like I'm that, glad that is, it matters. It, Thomas and I have our, our own conversation, our own mini show before the show starts. And we talk about what, like we're, when we're trying to prepare our show notes and figure out if we're on the same page or not. And that's. One thing we brought up specifically, I'm like, did it matter, or was it just something throwaway to fill up a few seconds, maybe to, to kind of give a little finale feel to the ending with a little bit of heart, or does it matter? And if it's in the script, then it matters. Then it has to matter down the road. I hope.
3: Yeah, and the other thing too was it, it was kind of like the the cherry on top of the whole episode because the whole episode was. You know, this is really funny, and you laugh at something, and then you stop laughing because you realize that it's not really funny. So, when I saw the scene for the first time, I remember I was actually a little surprised when it faded to black because it was kind of early. Mm. And then the scene came on, and I'm laughing because he's having such a good time. And then it took a second for the lyrics to kind of kick in and realize what they were saying. And then I remember sitting at the end of the episode going, Holy shit! That wasn't as funny as I thought it was.
1: Yeah. Why did you rob me of my happiness? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels. I know, like. right? <laughs> yeah, but that's it, kind but of, that's the like the of the point of the episode. Show, you know, so. Yeah, it, it, they
0: they did a good job skating between comedy and and real feels. Like they did they did. A, I, Dude, Meredith, I don't know what the fuck happened with with
1: everybody. What was it? Uh, the, the one you been waiting for. I don't
0: know what happened with that episode, my, man. My I,
1: conclusion <laughs> is that it was trying to force humor on a subject that had, up until that point, never been portrayed as funny.
0: Yeah it has to be man because Meredith like we were talking
1: last week how, and again part of it was just because you can't have Hitler be the joke if everyone's following this guy
0: but it wasn't just the Hitler thing it was a lot of no, it was a lot of structure, in that episode other things but she came out swinging and this this episode was strong yeah strong episode.
1: Yeah. It's a good turnaround. So happy she definitely,
0: what, what, last week, what did we say? That she needed, oh, I, I, it sounds so dickish and, and pretentious yeah. that she needs to redeem herself, but I would definitely say she did. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd agree with that. So.
3: Yeah, the the new writers this season are have really. I know we were all kind of nervous about having so many new writers in the writers room, but they have just been knocking it out of the park, in my opinion.
0: I, I agree. And then next week we have Davy Perez, Perez again. So they've uh, mm-hmm. da- dad did a good job handpicking some some new people, some new talent for the room.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Well, thank you, Avi. <clears throat> we will talk to you again another time. Thank you for the Twitter heads up as well. If you do find it, let us know. Send it to us. Okay. That way we can All right. check that out Larry Thank, Thank you. you very much and for dealing with our phones Good night guys <laughs> Good night Alright I'm going to finish this uh, Little
0: comment here If anybody else wants to call you can call us 818-394-0279 uh, We may have a few hiccups There's something wrong with the system But give it like 5 I'll answer Call and three about- times <laughs> Yeah, do, do what I used to do when I was a kid in high school And my mom didn't want to like pay the uh, the collect call bill Like do you accept The <laughs> collect call from Mom pick me up From school
1: <laughs> we, I know a lot of people we were did
0: that We were ghetto fucks Dude we were so ghetto But it worked But anyways Alright 818-394-0279 Call us If you want to weigh in On your
1: thoughts Or weigh in on this episode uh, Barbara Reeby Continuing her comment She says I really love this episode I liked how it was structured In a way that reflected The memory loss With each scene involving Dean starting cold for example one moment he's watching Scooby Doo the next he's at the end of a heart to heart with Sam in the bathroom yeah one minute and he's in a motel room the next he's waking up in the Impala and so on i didn't actually think of that that is a good way to visually show what he's going through yeah P- pieces are just missing yep and you because when you cut to the car scene we are him how the fuck do we get here what does this note say you know we're we're following the clues like he is so i thought that worked out really well it was good uh Charlie Herzman. This was a heartbreakingly difficult to watch at times. I lost my partner to brain cancer and it was like watching him lose himself all over again in Ugh. the space of minutes instead of months. I feel that I fear that Dean feels as he's is realizing he's forgotten, followed by the relief that is felt once he's gone and that suffering is now over. It was well done without being overly dramatic. That's all I have. Yeah. You know, our condolences, Charlie. That, that that's terrible. That's terrible. And yep. I think that's why that mirror scene is so terrifying in so many ways, you know, even if it is a funny episode for the most part,
0: but you know what you hear these, um, AV and Charlie, both and various people on Twitter saying that, uh, this episode brought back, you know, similar, similar things they've, you know, brought back emotions from things that they experienced in their own life. And in that way, I mean, supernatural, uh, you know, achieved their goal. Obviously, they want to relate to their audience and and connect with them. So yeah, good job for the writers being able to connect in a in a real life level on a, on a show that's based you know on fiction.
1: <laughs> uh, Susan Butler says balancing the comedy of forgetfulness with the tragedy of memory loss and losing oneself See, is not an easy feat. Yeah. Supernatural writer Meredith Glenn and the director John Badham found a perfect balance. Coming from someone with an elderly parent with onset dementia, it is a combination of frustration, tears, and heartbreak, but there is also an amusing and endearing moments as well. See? See? Yeah. I'm
0: justified. <clears throat> I'm an alien from Mars. (laughs) I felt like an asshole. A.V. wasn't laughing. So I was like, oh, shit, I should shut up. (laughs) You know, but like, okay, see, Okay. So it depends on your family. It really does. Because, yeah, obviously some sex, dude, it's depressing, man. When someone doesn't remember you and you see them forgetting themselves. And oh God, it's terrible.
1: I love that people can relate to this episode. Isn't that awesome? I think that's what makes it so strong. Yeah, that's awesome. You have that bit. Uh, this can be a very delicate subject to tackle, but once again, Supernatural proves that why they've been on the air for twelve years. Also, both Jared and Jensen's acting were off the charts. Tearful moment in front of the mirror, and at the very end, Sam's face when he thought Dean didn't remember him. <laughs>
0: dude, I felt I don't know. Like I okay, Sam Dean always captured me, captures me with his acting and his, you know, his his great moments. Yeah. And then Sam into sad faces, dude. Like, doesn't it get you every time? Yeah. Like when he made that can't. face. Like at dude, the end yeah. when he realized when he thought Dean didn't get his memory back, I was like, oh poor Sam. And I knew he was fucking with him. I was like, ah, stop. you know he is, but yeah. you're still like, dude,
1: you're being a dick. Yeah, ah, I'm an alien from Mars. Mike's family, <laughs> fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think with that, probably should move because it's we're going way over time. Yeah, we, we
0: probably need to move, let's move into, move the, into the
1: final thoughts. Yeah, well, no on this no one. break. We're
0: just gonna move yeah. right in.
1: So final thoughts on this one, Mike? Do you no, want to go? No first? lube, no break, just. Just go right go, in, right in, right in. Uh, for me, I'll go first on this one. For me, I thought this one was well structured, much better than what we had previously seen from Meredith. Again, I I say that not trying to sound like a total asshole, but this one was a very strong episode, very funny. It did a great balance between bittersweet and sad, and the actual humor from these events. Like so many people have said, I thought it was great that it's a relatable thing. For many people in Supernatural, that's one thing that is always a strength in this show. Oh, oh hold on. And we've got a call. Nope, oh. nope, maybe not. No, <laughs> oh, we got it. Oh, they hung up. Nope, no, they didn't. Kyla, hello. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is our life with phones, I swear to God IT,
0: IT tech pro- <laughs> We need an IT,
1: <laughs> god damn it Hello
0: <laughs> Oh god Jesus dude, the day people oh, fi- fuck. People the, finally yeah, want to call Yeah, and, and fucking uh, things
1: on the fritz And this is what happens We apologize here at Supernatural Crossroads And Rainman Digital for our shitbag tech
2: yeah. System
0: Listen, listen here Tom
1: Slippered <laughs> 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 S- down. going a
0: little too far there <laughs> You're mad because you think it's you. I, I'm just, it is me. Obviously, it's a system. So, all right. Like, if you want to try to call back, please call back. If not, then, you know, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I have it fixed now. I yeah, think. We
1: think. I think. Right.
0: I, I, I really don't even know where it's coming from. I must have something else on that's echoing it, but it's not even picking up.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I thought the episode was funny, bittersweet, great acting, overall enjoyable. So, for this one, this one it was a B. Me, Mike, what about you?
0: Uh, hold on, keep talking. For oh, a second. All right, because I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wire my phone in and then my because I, I get the calls on my phone too. Okay, Go
1: now ahead. this one I, I, I give it a B because you know, for me, again, a episodes are things that I say if you're ever gonna watch the show, you have to watch this episode, and stuff like changing channels and some of the other humorous episodes were funnier to me. But this one I think is really good and it does show as as A B said, this does show that Dab and his team of new writers, while we were kind of worried going into it, we have a good setup now. I think. I think people are starting to get their footing with some of this. So I'm I'm looking forward to these upcoming episodes by the new writers. I have a lot more confidence now than I, <laughs> I probably did at the beginning of the season. And I am looking forward to seeing Davy Perez' second episode this year. We on? Alright, you're on with Supernatural The Crossroads, who's this?
0: I guess not I a guess, ghost. I guess All they right. hung up I have it right here, I'm looking at it dude. Uh, maybe we should just
1: call it a night I think we need to just move to the I want people to call in But I think we need, <laughs> I think we need to
0: move to the I can call them, I have their number here It comes in through the system So.
1: Alright, Well, what did you give this episode real quick So we can move to the next Jesus, segment This is
0: the worst night I think we've ever had <laughs> Tech wise, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) That's not bad, right? I would give this episode a solid B plus. B plus. I almost want to give it an A.
1: Jesus Christ. (laughs) What is happening right now? Go ahead. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, Somebody there
0: this thing on. <laughs> just forget it, guys. Oh, for God's you sayes. know what? We I love
1: know. you guys, but it's it's just not working. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not working today. It's not. All right, B plus. You would have given it an A, but some wiggle room there. Or should I? I would say it's an A, but um.
0: A B plus. I'm gonna stick with my guys I felt yeah. like it was a very strong episode. The first act was solid as hell. Probably the so- the f- the so- the most solid first two acts we've had on a supernatural episode. I'd probably see. I'd probably say for th- for all of season eleven. But I always look at the opening, the opening acts, and I felt like the last two. I'd say the season, uh, the mid season premiere, had a very weak first act structure. But I felt this was good. Meredith was. N- and maybe it's John Badham as well. Maybe it's the director. It Who knows? Um, but I felt that she was, un, I would say, unjustly judged <laughs> on her last efforts. Well, she got the
1: job for a reason, clearly.
0: Absolutely. And she wrote the hell out of this episode. It was uh, well done. And, you know, she had to have gone back to watch Supernatural. And I think I and, like that
1: probably the most. Yeah. Is that it? Seems like it was written from a fan or somebody who at least did the research,
0: and that's something that I always question. I always wonder if these new writers. I mean, is that something like an assignment they're given? Hey, look at because that's what I would do if I was the show. Oh, I'd be like, here's I'd your first like,
1: two weeks. Watch all these episodes. Yeah, you
0: need to watch the the, the previous eleven seasons. Um, obviously, she did her due diligence. She focused on the general you know, themes and vibes that Dab wanted wanted to kind of bring back from the first two years is, again, originally what he wanted to uh, touch on. But I felt like this episode was more like, I would say, season four, season five type feeling. So she did a great job, you know, gathering info, understanding Supernatural, and then executing it on paper. And then John Batham, great job directing. Uh, Dean, or Jensen Ackles, I mean, it, uh, working with... J- with Jensen is probably a joy, knowing that there's a guy that can actually perform what's written on the pages exactly that is, exactly in the manner that it's written. Um, I like the witch lore that we got. Uh, the Rowena being introduced at the right moment this season, again, uh, is vital to me. I, I'm not a fan of, even if I like a character, absolutely adore a character, guess what? I don't want them to be there just to be there. No. It takes away from their likability as a character and, and their, and their purpose and their importance. Uh, so bringing Rowena into an episode where she matters uh, and also give her a little bit of slight development on where she's at psychologically, where's her, where is her head at? I think all of it worked in a really good way. And it meshed together and, al- and also how propel I'm hoping for shadowing moments. Let's hope so But for, like for not episodes. too negative I don't know No I'm hoping it is I, I can't imagine this just Yeah This is just here This episode was just here to Fill time and space I, I just It can't be
1: I agree It was a good episode Alright so with that Guys moving on to the discussion Of the upcoming episode Episode 12 Stuck in the Middle with You mm-hmm. This one is written by Davey Perez And directed by Richard Spate Jr saying, Mary asks Sam, Dean, and Castiel for help on a case she's working, but neglects to mention the British Men of Letters are involved. When Mary is double-crossed, everything is revealed. Everything. Now, we saw last we saw of Mary is when we last saw them discussing, her discussing and making a deal, essentially, with the British Men of Letters. Now, we know they have alternative means or, or motives for helping everyone. Because I, I said, I don't trust them for shit. And clearly, with them double-crossing her, she's not to be trusted for shit. They, it may be a ploy to capture the Winchesters, it may be a ploy to capture Castiel, because he is a powerful, influential angel, you know, who knows? But I, I hope that we see a little bit more into what the British Middle Letters want right now. because they've, they've been in the background, and I think halfway through the season, it's, it's kind of time for them to step up their game, or or show more their hand. At this point,
0: I agree. <clears throat> and there's an article that I place at the bottom here um, that will actually go. That actually goes with this segment here, Tom. If you want to bring it up, Thomas. Yeah, let me bring um, it. Up. It actually deals with the fact that the men of letters' secret plans for Mary, at least, are to be revealed next week. Oh shit! Really? So this okay. is going about to knock open that door real big. And I'm excited. So can you take us to that article?
1: Yeah, it says in the episode titled Stuck in the Middle with You, the synopsis revealed that Sam and Dean's mother, kind of the synopsis we just read, uh, what she will fail to reveal is that the secret organization is involved in the investigation as well. The truth will be exposed when Mary finds herself hoodwinked. Will the men of letters take advantage and use her to get Sam and Dean? Mary has been steadily adjusting to her second life on Earth. It has been previously teased that in season 12... B would be about her embracing her life as a hunter again It took a while for Mary to accept that her sons have followed in her footsteps And in the past few episodes she has played a major role In freeing the boys from the hands of the Secret Service She constantly worries about them Especially when Dean almost lost his memories because of a witch spell This is kind of Wait, like going
0: I'm assuming that's happening I'm later. assuming this
1: is going into the discussion of that episode Or are they
0: just writing fan fiction here? like what Could they, be what they that think as happen. well Castiel was also worried about him, as well <laughs> right. as Crowley. Crowley really didn't give a shit like, uh, and decided we, to have another daiquiri. We didn't, like, <laughs> we didn't we didn't see any of this. Uh, it, I hope this is a, a valid source I pulled this from. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs>
1: Fake news on supernatural. Right. It's just to end the show, right? <laughs> it would fit the last half of this show, the last quarter, I should say. So skipping a bit of a recap of what they talked about in this one we just discussed ourselves. It says in an interview with TV line Connell, Ruthie, Ruth, yeah, I just said Ruthie because that's what her Instagram is. Ruth Connell talks about her character's plans for Lucifer. It was previously revealed that he had fathered a Nephilim, uh, president's baby, blah, blah, blah. What is this? Where'd you find this? This is just recapping what's <laughs> Happened before. Personally, came and sent Lucifer to the bottom of the ocean. Will eventually return. Yada yada yada. No information in this post. All right, great, sweet.
0: Thanks, guys. And that's a wrap. (laughs) Ryan, you need to get back on the show. God damn it! No we're all right. I think it's. I think as as we were saying,
1: find out what's up.
0: And also, I'm okay with that. As we were saying earlier in the show, I would love to see a little bit of friction. Nothing like. Campbell the father no, and no, no, and, no. and Dean but I would love to see a little bit of a different perspective on how things should be done
1: an older school
0: yeah. perspective, Prince,
1: because her hunter days were what 20 years before they started yeah and working with angel
0: or working with like obviously Dean and Sam work in a gray area that even they didn't work in the old school right. hunter so obviously She's got I, I, she's not like as barbaric As Campbell and, and men of letters But she has you know it's upbringing Man like that's what she knows so I Would love to see a different perspective In terms of hunting And maybe create a little bit of uh, Like I said a little drama between the two of them Nothing major that's going to drag out for episodes But it would be nice to see that it would and, and it would make sense
1: yeah I agree And I think they've been playing It close to the vest Long enough now yeah and I we've Seen enough of what they're capable of yeah, it's With time satellites to and magic eggs and yeah. Grenade launchers it's time to see what they really Fucking want yeah and so co- I'm looking and cool forward to British that.
0: accents exactly yeah it's time Evil it's time. James
1: Bond you know yeah So I think I'm looking forward to this one Davey Perez wrote American Nightmare Richard Spate's been a great director it'll be fun
0: Yeah dude Richard Spate dude I'm looking Forward to that See, because right? obviously Last year we said we saw he did One of the best episodes of the year which was a Funny episode but also had a lot of heart So to see him do a more of a serious approach to directing now, I'm way looking forward to that. We'll see see what he can do. So it'll be cool, man. I think it'll be good. Oh yeah.
1: So with that guys, that's going to do it here for us. It's supernatural, the crossroads. Thank you for listening. Oh, Oh no, no, go ahead. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for dealing with the tech issues. Again, we should have Ryan back in the studio uh, for the next week's episode. We're hoping if you guys are big fans of us Or if you can help us out in any way check out our Patreon patreon.com Slash Rainman Digital if you want to get into the Rainman Man and uh, Supernatural additional video casts, where we Talk about other lore again the last one We did just the last week was about the cult I uh, should episode. come
0: out hopefully This week if, there if, you if go I get my shit Together
1: and we're still judging the fan Fiction contest we're still reading those but That will come to a close mm. soon enough
0: And we got some things that go along with that As well Yeah mm mysteries which, which we're not going to release that information yet
1: <laughs> we're just going to tell
0: them about it yeah we're going to tease we're going to british men of letters them <laughs>
1: <laughs> guys thank you for listening follow us on facebook follow us on twitter and we will see all of you next week later you little maggot you are no longer a part of this story
2: hey As ass butt